Hi guys, just a reminder, this podcast will contain swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. What's going on guys, I'm Josh. (laughs) My ears. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot Era, the show you're only listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. We're all rugged up. It's, it's fucking cold. It's <laughs> so cold in the house. We've been out pretty much all day, so the heat has been off. And we've got to turn it on when we got home, so now we're freezing. Yep. Josh has a blanket on. I've got a big robe, Ugg boots, jumpers. Smashing it. Winter. Hashtag winter. How are you going today, apart from being fucking cold? I am really good. Me too. We had a very good day. We did. We've had a very good weekend, actually. It's been pretty jam-packed. It's been pretty jam-packed. I'll leave you to give a little rundown on Friday night. So, we went to an absinthe bar with some people on Friday night. It was really cool. It was quite interesting. Uh, I've never had absinthe like that before. No, me neither. I've only had the crappy bright green green fairy that you buy. Yeah, I think the last time I had absinthe was in one of those ABC shots. Yeah. When I was like a child. Well, not a child, but like when I was but 19 or something. <laughs> I can't remember, What is it? Absinthe, Bacardi, 151, 151 and Chambord? I think so. Something like that. Anyway. Yeah, disgusting shot. But this was like a lot more classy. Very up, up marketplace. It was. It was very interesting. All the people were very interesting. Like the waiter we had, obviously very knowledgeable, but also very... Weird. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> a big character. Everyone there is quite, like, alternative, you know? Yeah, but I felt, like, overly so. Mm. Like, they were trying real hard. <laughs> yeah, like, fake alternative. Yeah. Sort of off-putting. But I enjoyed it. We saw one of our favourite tattoo artists there. Yeah, he's this guy. Like, if you've seen him once, you'll recognise him for the rest of your life. Because yep. he's, like, really distinct looking. He's basically covered, like, head-to-toe tattoos. He's got this, like, blonde, slicked-back hair yep and he's got tattooed eyeballs so his eyes are just like black yeah they're blacked out does he have something with his tongue as well i don't know he might be forked but like i don't usually or maybe i'm just imagining that because i see him as like a kind of serpent kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) jesus (laughs) not in a bad way like i think he looks really cool no but he's super nice dude he just does his thing not really surprised to see him at this particular bar (laughs) no but that's the thing like he looks super intimidating and scary but then like we've seen him at a couple of conventions and you go past his booth and he's like hey how you going and he yeah. like smiles at you and you're like oh and yeah he just he seems to have a lot of friends and he's really well respected and yeah he's just a super nice guy who's super into his craft yeah exactly so he was there with some friends and yeah everyone was just super alternative he was obviously the most alternative looking person there yep <laughs> but he always is wherever he goes i guess that's true so what did you think of the absinthe bar otherwise like drinking real absinthe well I'm not really a fan of anything that tastes like licorice. And as you may or not know, may or may not know, basically just tastes like licorice. Yep. Aniseed, right? Aniseed, yep. But the way you do it there, they've got so many different absinths there. I think they had like 50 or something. Yeah, something like that. The first one that Josh and I decided to try was Mansynth, which is Marilyn Manson's absinthe that he helped create, right? Yep. 66%, of course. Of course. <laughs> but they bring it over in the bottle and they've got these special pourers to yeah. pour out like a shot. 
and then you put a little strainer over the top of your glass and you put a sugar cube on there and then they've got this water thing in the middle with little taps and you turn the tap on and it drips onto the sugar cube. The sugar cube kind of dissolves into the absinthe and you wait until it goes all cloudy. Yep. And then once it's all cloudy, you can drink it and you just obviously sip it. It's pretty intense. <laughs> well, that's it. It's presented like... You know, all the descriptions for all the different absinths are like, oh, this one's fruity and like this one's spicy and like, but fucking aniseed is aniseed. Yeah. It all tasted like aniseed rings to me, <laughs> black jelly beans. Well, I don't know. Like the ones that I decided to get, I got ones that didn't sound as strong. Yeah. So I got ones that sound were like crisp and dry and that kind of thing. And some of the other people we went out with, they were already into absinthe. So they were getting these really strong, like spicy ones. Yeah. And I tried a couple of those and I couldn't even palate it. I was just like, ugh. Yeah. And I like alcohol. Like, I like the taste of alcohol. Yeah. But absinthe is just a whole other thing. It's not the same. But yeah, I managed to drink two. Even after that, I got chastised for not drinking a third one. Yeah. Because I wanted to have a beer. I was like, oh, can I just have a beer instead? And everyone was like, oh, you don't like absinthe. I don't oh, think... I drank two fucking straight absinthe. Take a break. <laughs> I don't think anybody really was like that. But the thing that I realized about it was outwardly and the thought of the concept sounds like kind of cool. Like it's got all this set up and like it gets you fucking drunk like yeah, pretty yeah. quick. Uh, but most of the time it's just people with their heads on the table like sideways looking at their glasses <laughs> to try to see if it's cloudy all the way up or not. So it just looks fucking lame. It's just like, oh, is it done? Yeah, Can I drink silly. it? And you know the thing that people who are drunk need is more steps yeah. <laughs> in a process to get a drink. Yeah. No, but it was really cool. I can't even remember. I think it was just called Absinthe or, or something. Absinthe? Absinia, the Absinthe Bar or something. Yeah. I, I'd check it out. Like, if, I, I probably wouldn't really go again because I wasn't that keen on Absinthe. But the actual joint is really cool. Yeah. What was the wall made out of? IBCs. IBCs. Like what you store chemicals in. Yeah. So you can fit like a ton of chemical in them. And they had... Uh, green lights inside so they made up the walls of like the outside area of the bar which was kind of cool but just made me think about work though so (laughs) (laughs) it was very green in there yeah i liked how we were driving down the street and kate was like how are we going to find this place and i was like oh it's probably that bright green place (laughs) up the street a little bit yeah you can see it ages away and to go in you have to like ring a doorbell yeah and then this like pretty old dude with Black makeup and a cowboy hat. Yeah. Answers the door. Yeah, real Alice Cooper lookalike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like Alice Cooper. Not as, like, dead, though. Oh, he looked deader than Alice Cooper, though. Really? Yeah. He looked rough. I thought he was cool. I always get a bit antsy when somebody tells you where they are and that place happens to be an absinthe bar or related. Mm. And then they're like, yep, just go here and then knock on the door. Yeah. And you're like, oh. We were like, oh, oh. this is going to be so wanky. Yeah. But it was okay. Like, I'd prefer to go somewhere like that than like a fancy cocktail bar in like South Yarra. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like an absinthe bar in Fitzroy. That's the kind of wanky I can deal you with. You can deal with. Not like the kind of wanky we had on Saturday night. Oh. Well, yeah, it just, it wasn't really our kind of place. No. That was actually like a cocktail bar on Chapel Street we went to last night. We did. Did we not want to say more about what happened on Friday? Or Well, yeah, we've got to get through that. So we left the absinthe <laughs> bar and I went with a few friends that I've never been drinking with before. Kate and I, it was sort of just a 
just a regular night. You know, pretty pretty chill one. Sit down, have a couple of drinks. For a few of them, that was huge for them. Huge night. One of my now ex-colleagues was there. And she got so drunk that she was shouting at people in German for an extended <laughs> period until she fell asleep. And then one of my other colleagues was just drinking straight tequila the entire night. Yeah, what a beast. What a beast, She's like, oh, I don't drink that often. Drinks five tequila shots. Yeah, by herself. Yeah. Mate. Yeah, so that was a really interesting night. It was very interesting. I got to see a side of those people that maybe I shouldn't have seen. <laughs> that doesn't matter. No, it was good fun. And then last night, yeah, my friend Elise from high school just finished her doctorate. Is that what you call it? Yeah. A PhD in psychology. She's doing it for fucking like eight years or something. Well, yeah. A psychology PhD is a fucking ordeal. Yeah. Well, you got to do a thousand hours, don't you? Of like, of actually doing it. Yeah. She had to go and work in hospitals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, good on her. She's done real well. And her boyfriend just handed in his thesis as well. And he just had his birthday. So it was kind of like this whole. It's for all those things. Yeah. This whole thing. And yeah, that was pretty fun. <laughs> I just feel like we've had these crazy nights where we haven't been going off, but everyone else around us has just been absolutely obliterated. Yeah, we had a few interesting ones there as well, didn't we? Yeah. Little Beck. She's so cute. So we got there. Beck is already three sheets to the wind. And she gets a few Snapchats of some people who are on a Hindu. Oh. And they're like showing their tits for some reason. So the entire night, Beck went pretending to like flash her boobs from not at all to almost. <laughs> yeah. She just couldn't stop doing it. No. <laughs> just kept pull- She was wearing a turtleneck as well. And she just yeah. kept pulling this turtleneck down. She was like, woo! Like not actually showing her boobs, like just showing her bra. But she just kept doing it. And when we rocked up, she just couldn't stop kissing us. Yeah, Because it was weird. the first time that she'd seen us since we got engaged. She's yeah. seen me, but she hasn't seen you. Yeah, she was just like, wah, 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 wah. It was pretty weird. It was very weird. <laughs> Especially when she got cut off by some guy trying to hit on her. Yeah, that was so rude. God. What's your name? It's your name? You're Estelle, aren't you? And she's like, no, but she's too drunk to realize that that's like a pickup line. A pickup. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. Man, it was he, awkward. We were literally in the middle of talking to her as well, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, excuse me, sorry to cut in, but are you this person from this uni?" Yeah. Fuck off, mate. That guy did not go to uni, mate. I just got- he might have, but it wasn't in this century. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, he was quite a bit older than us. He would have been like 40 or something. There's a few people there that I didn't really enjoy. <laughs> yeah. A few people try to like strong arm their way past me at the bar and then they couldn't. And they're yeah, like, that oh, was so weird. masculinity tested. Got to run away. And I was like, just waiting to get a drink. Which also took a long time. Like 20 oh, yeah. minutes. <laughs> the bartenders there were fucking terrible. They were awful. I don't think I've ever seen worse bartenders. Especially that one guy. He had red hair. Not that's important. but. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to tell you like which one it was. I know who it was. Yeah. He kept taking multiple drink orders from people, which is fine if you can deal with that as a bartender, but he could not. No, he could not. He would like take three people's orders, do like the last one and then forget what he, like what the other two people had said and then had to ask them again anyway. Yeah. I was like, why don't you just serve one person at a time? Yeah. And then those people are just like not going to get served because... If somebody says, are you being so, they're going to be like, yeah. Exactly. That's what happened to me. This woman was like, oh, what can I get you? I was like, oh, I've already ordered. Yeah. But then I had to wait another 10 minutes for this guy to get his act together and come back to me. That's right. When I could have probably got served by this other woman who was actually a much better bartender than he was. 
That's why you don't wear your engagement ring when we go to bars. <sighs> I know. Well, this other girl got served before me because I think she was, yeah, single. I need to take my engagement ring off when I'm at the bar. I think I'll be accepting of that. <laughs> no, I don't really get served that well anymore. Oh. When I was younger, I did. Oh. When I was young and thin and pretty, I mate, got served straight away. Mate, cut your bullshit. <laughs> no, it depends where I am. If I'm at one of those fancy places, I don't get served very quickly. Well, that's because you don't look like you belong there because you look like you're actually suffering. <laughs> like me. Oh, no, it was good fun. I just hate having to go down that side of town. It's so far. It's far and it's never worth it. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I'm going to travel really far to... I like seeing the people. It's just, I don't really like the place. Well, that's it. It's just the places. You walk down Chapel Street and you're just like, fucking hell. Like, <laughs> the people there are just... Ugh. Yep. But, you know, they probably come up to fucking Fitzroy in Brunswick and they're like, this is horrible. I hate this. So well, it's just, you know, each to their own. I guess so. I'd rather be here than there. Oh, definitely. We've organised our engagement party now. That's going to be in Brunswick East? Brunswick West? Anyway, on Ligon Street. So up our end, which is good. So we'll be forcing all those people to come up this side of the city. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Today. Yeah, it brings us to today. (laughs) Yeah, so that was our two crazy weekend nights. And then today... As we didn't really have a huge night last night, I was able to drive us to Northland to yeah. catch a, what was it? What do they call it? Super Saver. Yeah, Super Saver Flick. How much was it? 12 bucks. 14 bucks. Because it was extreme screen. 14 bucks, Super Saver. Mm. So expensive. Anyway, we went to see Incredibles 2. Yeah. Finally. It's been out for a couple of weeks already and the cinema was still pretty much packed out, which was cool. It was a bit noisy, actually. Well, yeah, it's kids. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people eating snacks. <laughs> there was a guy who walked in, like, just before it started, and he had, like, four Hoyt's freezer bags full of food that he bought. Yeah, for I the, saw that. For the film, and I was like, holy shit. Well, he was there with his family. He was, like, with his wife and his two kids or something. And, yeah, he literally had, like, two bags full of food. Yeah. And there was that guy in front of us in the snack line. Did you see how much food he got? Yeah, he got, like, Like, two packets everything. of candy, a large popcorn, a large drink, and, yeah, like, he couldn't even cream. carry it all. Yeah. How's he going to show his ticket? Man, he must have literally spent like $40. We bought two choc tops and that cost us 10 bucks. Yep. But it was worth it. And I got to play a claw machine before we went in. Yeah, we made our money back on that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't seen it, check out our... Well, it won't be there anymore, actually, by the time you hear this. But we did a little Instagram story of it. And I managed to get a Violet from The Incredibles. Yee. In the claw machine. Um, we also had a go at getting this weird... This Hulk with no neck? Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was like a factory error or that's just the way they were making him. But he had no mouth and no neck. <laughs> it's yeah. just like a blob. I thought it was really cool. I kind of wanted it because it looked stupid. It looked so stupid. Um, But you had to go. That was $2 a go. Yeah. You had to go. You kind of flipped it over. And then I had to go. And one of the prongs got like caught on Iron Man. Fucking Iron Man. Yeah. And so... Didn't end up getting it. Bastard. But then, yeah, I went on the other machine where they had all this incredible stuff and I got a violet. Yeah. So we ended up spending $5 on claw machines and I got this little toy. And then they were selling them at the counter for like $15. Yeah, make it money. Yeah. So, you know, third of the price. Smashing it. Just use my claw machine skills. That's, right. that's, that's how we should buy everything now, with your claw machine skills. 
I'm actually really good at claw machines and I don't understand. It's just because you know when to give it away. Yeah, which you I think is the main part. You can't get too hooked up on one machine. Like if you if you do a machine and you're like, oh, I don't like it, the, the feeling of it, don't fucking play it again. No. Cut your losses and fucking leave. Try another machine. But in Australia, that's not so easy because you go to these places, there's only like two or three machines you can play. Yeah. Whereas in Japan, there's like about 100 machines on a block. Yeah. Of, <laughs> that you could play. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so one of them's gonna gonna give you something pretty quick. So, what did you think of the movie? The movie was awesome, wasn't it? I really enjoyed it. It was like two hours. I was really surprised they made it two hours for like kids and that. It didn't feel very long though. It started to feel long at the end for me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But we also picked what the twist, I guess you would call it, was. Oh yeah, like I knew from the start. Yeah. And they even basically told you a couple of times. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Do we want to do spoilers or? No, just leave it because pe- people will still be watching it. Yeah. But you'll see. Just listen out and they'll literally tell you the twist a couple of times. You'll know what it is before we get there. Yeah. I really liked the movie. I thought it looked fucking incredible. <laughs> I was like looking like a lot of the times I was I got distracted from the dialogue because I was just looking at the details and stuff. Yeah. And especially with lighting, there's so many different lighting styles in different scenes. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, at some point, there's, like, really dim lighting, like, bedroom lighting. They've got, like, spotlight lighting from, like, one light in the middle of the thing. Like, coloured lighting. And it's just the way that they animate it now, it just looks so real. Well, yeah, because they can just do studies of spaces. And then they'll know where the lighting goes in. So, like, they'll build the set. They'll physically build it just so they know how the lighting's going to behave. Because mm. it's the only way to do it realistically. It's just amazing. Yeah, they smashed it. All these it. little details, like, because of that one little meme that I saw of the jumper. Yeah. I kept looking at the clothes and stuff. Yeah. And obviously when they're wearing their suits, they don't have to put so much into it. But when they're wearing, like, regular clothes, if you just look at, like, Mr. Incredible when he's wearing, like, a button-up shirt. Yeah. Because he's quite muscly, they even show the detail of the the buttons kind of like spreading a bit. Yeah, getting pulled. Getting pulled. And you're just like, holy shit. Like it actually looks like a dude is wearing that shirt. Yeah. That's insane. Fantastic animation. Yeah. Man, I can't even begin to imagine how much time was spent doing well, that. What year did the first one come out <laughs> and what year did this one come out? Yeah. How many years was it between like eight years or something? Been a long time. Yeah. I saw some side-by-side comparison as well, the scene where Violet gets asked out at the start by that dude. Yeah. And I saw a side-by-side, because that, that's in the first movie as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like a flashback kind of thing, or it's a continuation. Yeah, because it starts right when the other one ends. Yeah. And you can see them side-by-side, and it looks so different. Yeah. Incredibles 1 looks like two-dimensional in yeah. comparison. And, you know, back then, that was awesome animation. It just keeps, it's just progressing in leaps and bounds. It's amazing. Well, they got the money, don't they? They got the money and the technology and the people who are at the forefront of doing that. Yeah. Um, Did you like the plot and everything as well? Yeah, I thought it was all really good. It's a kid's thing, but it also had like some pretty adult themes of like them coming to terms with like their positions in life and shit. A bit of an X-Men thing. Like, in X-Men, you know, the mutants are cast off from society or whatever. Yeah. In this movie, superheroes have been made illegal. 
Mm. So there's that whole thing. Yeah. But it's like covered with like you have to deny who you are. Yeah. Because it's illegal. But also like his just general struggle with realizing like who he is in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mrs. Incredible, like Elastigirl takes more of center stage in this movie. Yeah. And he's kind of having to take the more family man aspect of the role. Yeah. That so it's interesting. Role. Yeah. It's very interesting. I like how they did it like that. Yeah. I really like the villain, Screen Slaver. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I love that. I thought that was sick. That was actually quite deep as well. You know, when... Um, yeah, when she's trying to chase him down yeah. and then it's just like rattling off all this shit. That was deep, man. <laughs> because the whole thing with Screen Slaver is that, yeah, humans are like a slave to their screens and they always need to be entertained and like looked after by superheroes so they can just get on with their lives without being distracted by the bad parts of life kind of thing. Mm. I feel like kids wouldn't be listening to it because it's following no. Elastigirl, you know, like jumping over buildings and shit to like try and find this guy. No, they wouldn't be able to take it on. But the whole time I'm just listening to this dialogue and I'm like, wow, this is fucking deep for a kid's film. Yeah, it's pretty rough. But I love that part of it. And I really liked the villain. I thought the look was really cool. Yeah. I really liked the mask thing. Did you see it? There was a warning, like... Yeah, there's a warning at the start, and it's, like, long as well. It's not, like, half a second or, you know, a couple of... Like, PlayStation do it all the time because they have to. Because I don't know how people are going to react to it. Mm. But in that movie, they're, like, warning. (laughs) Yeah. There's an epilepsy risk. Pay a fucking attention. (laughs) Well, even at the counter where you buy the tickets and at the counter when you show your tickets, there's signs up saying, warning, Incredibles 2 has, like, flashing lights that may affect people. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, I guess they just have to because it was actually pretty intense. Well, yeah, a a lot lot of of the film is just, like, black and white flashing lights for, like, minutes at a time. Quite a lot of it. Yeah, I'm surprised they actually did that. I think having... Action take place while there is the black and white rapidly flashing lights. Another way to show how far animation has come. Yeah. Because you think about, like, we were talking about this the other day, the new Powerpuff Girls and their, like, intro. Our TV, like, our brand new TV, it's 4K, and it can't handle the intro to the fucking Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's just black and white flashing and, like, really fast movements and shit, and it just can't handle it. And, like, I haven't seen it on a TV that can handle it. I've seen it on... I can watch it on YouTube in a very small window, and then that can handle it on my Mm. computer. But that's it. Mm. Everyone else is just sort of, like, freaking out. It's always just pixelated whenever we watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it's quite difficult to have, like, black and white flashing and smooth animation. And they're like, we'll show that we can do it. It was actually amazing. Like, I want to watch it again because... It just looked so cool. It was really enjoyable to watch as well. Who was your favourite? Well, Violet's my favourite. She's usually my favourite, but she wasn't as good in this movie, I reckon, as the first one. No, but she, out of all of them, she kind of has the best powers. Except for Jack-Jack. <laughs> but, like... <Yeah>. Spoilers. <laughs> we had powers in the first one. Did he? That's the end of the movie. That's how it ends. Oh, I couldn't remember what happened. The babysitter, like, movie. leaves because he catches on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's oh, what I was surprised so in. Cute. That's what I was surprised in this movie when they're just like, "Oh my god, Jack Jack's got powers! It's crazy!" And you're like, "But he burnt your house down in the last one, or he like, he lit on fire and attacked like the main villain or something, or he went into that like red ape mode." 
Can't remember. It's I really been a don't while. remember. Yeah. But yeah. We should have rewatched the first one before we went to go see it. Well, yeah. Well, oh. we are at Northland today. We should have bought it. Yeah. We didn't need to buy any more shit. <laughs> nope. Even though we did buy some more shit. Yeah, well, Toys R Us is fucking closing down. Yeah, so you bought a bunch of that plastic random shit. Yeah, you... all those surprise things that kids are obsessed with. I'm obsessed with them too. Yep. I wanted to buy LOL Pets, but they were $17. They're they $17. Cost, um, when they're on special at Woolworths, they only cost like $12. It's still a lot for basically a toy that does nothing. Mm. Like I a ball with 15, some sand in it. <laughs> $15 usually at Woolworths. Maybe they'll start doing like super sales at to- Toys R Us when it gets closer to the end. Maybe. You can go like stock up. They'll probably just send all the lol pets back, really. Or sell them on to like Kmart or something. Yeah. Yeah. If they were really cheap, they wouldn't be there. Because people would just buy them all up, sell them on eBay. Exactly. Exactly. My mum and Alan, my stepdad, they, I tell them that I spend all this money on toys and stuff. They're like, you know what you should do? You should, whenever you feel like you want to buy a toy, put it into a savings account and then put down a deposit on a house. Well, I mean, <laughs> for what they are, they're expensive. Mm. But in the grand scheme of things, 12 bucks is not going to buy you a house, mate. <laughs> no, but if I did save all the money that I spent on toys, I would have a fair bit of money. Mm. It brings me so much joy, though. So, you know what? You just spend it on something else to bring you the equivalent amount of joy. Like a tattoo or exactly. beers or something. Exactly. Yeah. So, fucking who cares? <laughs> just let me live my life. That's right. You You worked for it. That's true. And you've got to go back to work. So you may as well buy a little dog in a ball in a sand pit. <laughs> With boots. Yeah, you got to dig the shoes out. Oh my god, that's so annoying. Those, that's the only thing I don't like about those lol pets is you have to dig the shoes out and then they're full of sand. You've got to bloody wash the, the shoes so you can get them on the little dog. If people don't know what I'm talking about, they're just going to be like, what is she talking about? Crazy lady. But that's what you do. Yeah. I just don't understand how kids are supposed to do it. Like, Mum, I got the shoes. You got to clean them for me. Yeah, they literally wouldn't be able to do it themselves. No. Anyway. There wasn't that many good trailers, I reckon, before the movie, but one did stand out. And this was when I, I wanted to go to the toilet really bad, like while the previews were on. And as I was getting up, Ant-Man and Wasp came on. Yeah. And I sat down at the front, like before I left, so I could watch the trailer. Because I haven't actually watched the trailer yet. Oh, okay. I didn't think the trailer was very good. Well, I don't think the movie would be very good. I still want to watch it, though. Yeah, but you don't really want to watch it because you want to watch the movie. You want to watch it for, like, feminist representation reasons. Yeah, so as I said to you yesterday, this movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp, is the first time that a female superhero has been mentioned in the title of a Marvel film. But we still haven't seen Wonder Woman, a film specifically about a female character. Yeah. Obviously, that's DC. They've got, like, a few other... Like, they've got Catwoman. I don't know if there's any other. Well, Catwoman was awful. Halle Berry. Bad film. Yeah, no, I also (laughs) love Paul Rudd, who plays Ant-Man. You love him, too. I do. So, if we did go to the cinema to watch it, it would be for support of Paul Rudd. (laughs) I can't see another reason. I don't know. It kind of looked cool. Like, I liked... There's a lot of object modification, making it small and big and stuff. It looked pretty cool. But it's just the same as the first one. Yeah. It's just like he can get big now as well. Yeah. Are you not entertained? And that's... Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And then what? The wasp can make objects big and small as well. Yeah, I think so. We don't have to go to the cinema if you don't want to. <laughs> I 
I kind of don't. We can just wait until it's on Netflix for free. Mm. Or we could use our free thing and drive half an hour to the village cinema. At least then we wouldn't have to pay to see it if it's shit. We could have done that today and we didn't, so I don't see why we would do it in the future. <laughs> but I really like that cinema at Northland. What's well, a good cinema, Recliner but like... chairs. Free is free, mate. Yeah. Should we move on to some TV news? Why not? We started watching season three of Preacher because it just premiered on Monday. It's back. It's fucking back. It's back. So week to week, Monday, 6 p.m. on Stan, I believe. Yes. Did you enjoy the first episode? Yeah, of course I did. It's on just the same caliber. It's still doing the same thing. It's being weird. That's always fucking weird. (laughs) But I think it's fucking great. (laughs) Isn't it? It's just some of the weirdest shit. Mm. It's so good. And it's like super off the wall weird, but it's still, you can still follow what's happening. Yeah, but I guess we've already seen two seasons of it, so we know how to take it in kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's not like you'll get to the end of the episode and be like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, there's always a little bit of mystery, but the first episode was basically just picking up from where it left off in season two. If you haven't watched season two, too bad. Spoilers. What's her name? Tulip. Tulip. There's <laughs> too many flower names and stuff we've watched recently. Yeah, Tulip dies and you see Preacher like driving to his family home. Jesse? Jesse? Jesse. To go and try and bring her back from the dead, basically. Yeah. So that's all that really goes on in the first episode. And you kind of see what's going on with Tulip in Purgatory. Yeah. Which is cool. Like it's all revolves around her childhood. So you learn a bit more about her life. Yeah, it was pretty disappointing we didn't get to see, like, some of the other characters. It was it was very much just focused on Tulip and Jesse. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to see Hitler, but we didn't get to see him yet. Not yet. So, at the end of season two, Hitler had escaped hell and, yeah, basically just <laughs> ran off into the city. Into the city. In the intro, though, you do see him, well, you see, like, a shot of, like, a fast food restaurant outfit with a name tag saying Hitler on it. Yeah. So, he's obviously, like, got a job in the city. So that'd be pretty funny, like to see um, Hitler just living, living his life in 2018. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking weird. I fucking love the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't watched it and we're talking about it, they're just gonna be like, "What Hitler? Hitler yeah. came back from hell." <laughs> yeah, Hitler, mate. Hitler. <laughs> oh gosh. So go and watch it, mate. Stan. Stan's got all of it. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's very dark and like pretty, pretty violent. I think it's an 18, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend it for like kids and that kids or weak stomached people. But it's great though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Stan, we were on there yesterday because we were flicking through trying to find something to do for this episode. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what we saw on there? It was a bit weird. The weird announcement thing. Yeah. So we turned it on, and you get. Like previews of their main shit they're trying to shove down your throat on the homepage. Jim Carrey. Basically. Yeah, mainly mainly Jim Carrey and RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there was just a big banner. And what is that? Something fucking huge is coming. Yeah. And that's what the banner said. Something fucking huge is coming. And we were like, what the fuck is this? So we watched the trailer. The trailer for that. And the trailer is like a guy explaining that they can't tell you anything about the show, including what it's called or what it's about. And then they're just like, Something fucking huge is coming. 15th of July. The end. I was like... 
Is that when it is, July 15th? Yeah, I believe. That's not too long to wait. That's it's only not a couple too of weeks. The advertising style makes me think Trey Parker. <laughs> but I might just be being overly optimistic. Yeah, that would be like your ideal, wouldn't it? Man, if he was just doing something else. But who else can get away with advertising like, it's fucking coming. Not many people. Yeah. And then we tried looking it up on the internet because I was like, surely there's going to be like leaks or something about it. Yeah. Don't type <laughs> something fucking huge is coming <laughs> into Google and try to find it. Yeah. You type that in there and you're just like, nope. We're not yeah, going nah. to keep going just along that track. Noped the fuck out of there. Yes. I'm really interested to see what, what that is. I reckon we'll cover it if it's something... Interesting. Obviously, it's probably going to be a comedy. Yeah. Because you wouldn't advertise something serious like that. So, yeah. Watch the space, I guess. Yeah. I'm kind of worried that it's just going to be like a talk showy thing. Mm. Like another one of those Joel McHale and whatever Maybe. that new one is. I do want to kind of watch that new one, but mainly because I saw that Hannibal Buress is on it. Oh, your mate. Yeah. So, I hope it's not that. Well, he just. I kind of want some new shit to come out because I feel like there's nothing really going on at the moment. There's a lot of stuff. It's a little bit barren. There's a lot of stuff out there and we're not keen to start something new, I don't think, until it's really good. Because there's a lot of stuff that we already haven't finished that we think is really good. And yeah, I need something that makes me want to watch it, makes me excited. Because there's stuff that you're like, oh, this is all right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this I'd watch this. But... Need something that'll propel me to the end of at least the first season of it. I know. I just worry that, you know, we went through like a fucking golden age where we got so much good shit. Yeah. Like, you know, Breaking Bad and like all that stuff that was in that few years where TV just rock skyrocketed. What if we're in like a decline now? Then there'll be something else. Something will come that has to kick him in the ass and make him sort it out. And that's it's always what's going to happen. There's always going to be something. Because mm. we might be in a lull right now. But, like, you get a yearly lull for stuff. Yeah. You know? We're just spoiled because stuff's always coming out. But that's just because Stan and Netflix buy things. It's not because they're getting made year round. True. So, I find myself getting excited for things that are a little bit trash. Like, um, Nailed It. Right. So, season two just came out. Season two of Nailed on It. On Netflix. But I'm pumped to watch that. The finale of season one was enough to make anybody want to continue watching it. Was that the Donald Trump the one? The Donald Trump cake, yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> so, I think we talked about the show before. Yeah, we have. It's basically like a, a baking show where they get pretty mediocre bakers on there, show them a cake or, you know, a sweet that they want them to make. Yeah. And it's usually quite complicated with a lot of detail and fondant and shit. Yep. And they have like a limited amount of time to try and like nail this dessert and they never do. No, and always not. just looks like absolute crap. And it's hilarious. And the host is really funny. Yeah, as Josh mentioned, the Donald Trump one was <laughs> pretty scary. Haunted my fucking dreams, mate. <laughs> we should post a picture of those on um, our Instagram because it's actually gold. Um, I just think, so they they give them the actual like recipes <laughs> and how to do it and what order to do it in as well. So these people aren't just like, they're not just left in the dark. They're not just like, here's what the cake looks like. You have to make it. Yeah. They have everything they need. I know, but they are not given very long. No, they're not at all. If anyone was given, you know, three hours to make one of those things, you could. 
But they're given like a third of the time to make this thing. They've got to fucking bake a cake and decorate it. Like usually they're decorating the last five minutes of the fucking challenge. Yeah. Whereas you'd need like an hour to properly decorate these things, right? Oh, yeah. But it's So they're set like, up to fail. It's more like how long a professional who makes it like 12 times a day would take to make this. Yeah, not you know even. I mean? Yeah, they're barely given any time. But it's hilarious. That's the whole point of the show. It's a fantastic show. I think we're going to go. I'm going to watch it after this. Why not? Watch one. One? Yeah, one. Why one? I don't know. We want to stretch it out. Yeah. Remember how sad we were when the first season finished? Yeah. That's so funny. I just feel like I'm going to get addicted to it again, though, and I'm going to want to watch all of them. That's fine. Let's just stay up all night and watch it. Okay. It's only Monday tomorrow. It's basically a wash, no matter what you do. Mm. Don't be sad. So we got Incredibles 2, season 2 of Nailed It. And now we've also got a second season of Psyche K, which I'm pretty excited about. Oh, yeah. You love that show. It's hilarious, mate. I do like it, but I think you like it a lot more than I do. It's just a really well put together and funny show. So I really enjoyed it. It builds on itself and it builds on other concepts. I liked it. It was good. And now we get another season. What else could be better? Definitely not the road trick. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. So, looking for something to watch. You guys know that Kate and I really enjoy magic shows. I love magic. Like, yeah. um, Penn and Teller is, like, Full Us is one of my favorite shows. It's fantastic. I will watch, like, any stage magic, like, Dynamo, fucking anything. Yeah. I love it. But this piece of crap, I, I didn't even really know who this dude was, and I don't even know what his name is. So, he's one of the guys in The Illusionists. So, it's, like, nine magicians that travel oh, around. He? Yeah. I didn't realize that. So, they were at Crown for a really long time, and okay. I think they're on break, so you can make this fucking show. Oh, my fuck. It was bad. I really enjoy magic because I know how much effort goes into it. And I like to, like, watch it and be like, oh, that's when they do the bit. Mm. And this is how they do it. Like, even if you know how they do it, the the telltale sign of a good magician is that you're still impressed, even though you know how they do it. Exactly. All the tricks that this guy did on this thing, I was not impressed by at all. Because I knew how all of them were done. (laughs) And they were also really lazy tricks, like... They're like parlor magician tricks that you teach like little kids. Mm. And he didn't even pull them off very well. No, they were bad. They were very forced. <laughs> and also, just the show in general. So, it's about this guy. And he's going to like... I don't know if it's supposed to be like out there countries or whatever. But just like other countries. To see how far he can get with like the local people with magic. Mm. Just kind of a weird concept in itself. Yeah, it was super weird. So, he we went to like... A college... Well, I can't... What country was it? Was it Belgium or something? Holland? Somewhere? I think it might have been, yeah, Belgium or Germany or something like that. Yeah. So, he goes there and he goes to a college rowing race where everyone's just drunk as fuck. (laughs) And then he goes to eat like... He's like, what's the national dish? And they tell him that it's got red paprika in it. And he's just like, oh, I don't want to eat any rat. The waiter's like, all right. (laughs) He's like, I think I might not eat the rat. The producer's like, he said red. Red paprika. And he's like, oh, just giving Americans a bad name, being obnoxious. He was so fucking obnoxious and dumb. I just cannot describe how much I hated this guy. Oh, my God. He was so shit. He's like the epitome of that, like, rich, white American dude. Yeah. That's just entitled and ignorant. So ignorant, man. He's in fucking, I'm pretty sure it's like Belgium or something, like, 
first world European country, right? Yeah. And he acts like he's in this, you know, crazy country. Yeah. You like, know how when fucking we watch- go yeah. visit Bangladesh or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't go to Belgium and be like, oh, how, oh, language barriers. Oh, how am I going to survive in Belgium? Yeah. When they speak perfectly fluent English. This is the same thing when we watch a lot of American shows and we go, I completely understand that person, but they'll be subtitled. Yeah, exactly. And it makes me so mad. Yeah, they don't need subtitles. They speak perfect English. It's just because you can't fucking understand them. Like that Japanese chef, the... Morimoto. Yeah. And they always put subtitles on Morimoto. And his English is perfect. He's American. He's an American guy. <laughs> yeah, he's Japanese-American, but he he's, he can speak fluent English. And they always put subtitles on him. Well, you remember that one time we were watching like, some fishing show and they put subtitles on an Australian person? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was a little bit bogan and had a, a bit of a bogan. twang. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, subtitle that guy. But they'll put, like, southern crawfish fucking farmers on. And you can't understand a fucking word they're <laughs> mumbling. And they're like, no, that's fine. I get that. I get that 100%. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I just felt really uncomfortable watching the show because he was just super awkward. And the way he related to people, oh, it was just cringe. It was really bad. And then they did, like, this thing where he had a taxi driver. And his taxi driver had tattoos, so that obviously set it up to be like, this guy, this guy was underground. He's rough. He's rough. And he's like, take me to like the bad part. And he takes him to like the council flats. And there are some guys out there like drinking. And they seemed like a bit annoyed that they were getting filmed for no reason. And then he was like, oh, can I show you some magic? And then, and then one of the guys was like, yeah, just let me get a few people. And his like tour guide taxi driver guy was like, no, we've got to leave now. Like they're going to mug you and they're going to steal all your shit. And it was like, oh, got to leave, got to leave, so rough. And the guy comes back two minutes later with his kids. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted to grab his kids. He just to wanted to grab his show. fucking kids, and they set it up like he was gonna like get robbed and stabbed and shit. Yeah, it was fucking dumb. And then but- they put it off like he used magic to like solve a problem that didn't exist that they just created for the show. Yeah, it was really bad. It, it was, was awful. Like they've just set up these people to be terrible thugs when they're just people at their house yeah they were just a few dudes like hanging out having a cigarette and they're like oh these are the rough guys in the town they're gonna fucking mug and they kept saying like oh this guy's talking to us really aggressive really aggressive he was literally just like talking he's like- just chatting yeah and he was like obviously asking like why are you filming you filming me out the front of my house like <laughs> it was actually probably one of the most ignorant pieces of shit i've ever seen in my life it was do awful. not watch it the road trick do not watch or Watch it if you want to just <laughs> understand what we're talking about and be like, yep. Yeah. And then interspersed This guy's between... career should be done after that. Oh, it was so bad. And then interspersed with all this shit were these tricks that he did. And they made me angry as well because they were like some of the worst shit. Like bringing back a beer, an empty beer can. Yeah. And it's like, oh, get rid of the dents and then fill it up with beer. And I was like, that's a fucking lazy ass trick. <laughs> Yeah, how many times have you seen that? Yeah, and then, like, I've got two cups, and one's got ice and a drink in it, and I bet you I can separate the ice from the drink. Whoa. And it's like... Mm. Amazing. I was not a fan. What a fucking asshole. Definitely and he did the same trick, but it was really funny, though, because he did it at that party where everybody was obviously just, like, rolling on so many drugs, <laughs> yeah. and their pupils are massive, and he's just like, watch me do this magic trick, and they're like, whoa! And everybody's got no shirts on in a club. Like, it's one of those places. That was actually the only part of the show that I liked was that club. I thought it looked pretty cool. It was in, like, an old bathhouse. Yeah. So everyone's just in their bathers and it's, like, this huge just bathroom. Yeah. With, like, a huge DJ stage and lights and 
It looked really cool. I was like, I'd want to go there. Yeah, but everybody was on so many drugs. Yeah. So that was like the highlight of it. Not the magic, not this dude's The dude is the worst part. He is fucking awful. Anyway, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Moving on. Should we move on to a bit of um, Kate's Corner? Kate's Corner. I've decided what I want for my sound. Yes. I want Blackpink. Blackpink. We can do that. <laughs> Great. It'll go well on top of the <laughs> from last time. Yeah. <laughs> Blackpink. <laughs> That's what I want. Done. Just a couple of things to touch on. Mm-hmm. Last time I mentioned that the RuPaul's Drag Race finale was coming up. Yeah, yeah. It has come and gone now. Spoilers if you don't know, you should know. Aquaria was crowned America's next drag superstar. Yep. You watched a little bit of the finale with me. You I actually watched, watched when she got crowned. Yeah, I watched the end bit because they always... The very, very end is very anticlimactic. Because they film all of them, right? So then nobody knows, and then it only gets announced when it actually gets played. Yeah, they film all of them winning. So the actual winning part and the bit where they like do their little speech and stuff is so rushed, and nobody has any emotion. <laughs> it's awkward. So they just do like the announcement, and they're like, "Yep," and then play that to the moon, and then to, 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 to the moon. and then it's over. So the the very end part of it is so fast that so you're just like, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> you have to get the real reaction. Later, when they released the video of the queens watching the live finale, not the live finale, like watching the finale. So they're all sitting on a couch together and they're watching the finale with everyone else in the world. And they don't know who's won yet because yeah. they've all been filmed winning. And then they're just sitting on a couch and then they watch it and then you see their actual reactions. And that's also really fucking awkward because <laughs> the other queens are just like, I'm so happy for you. And they're just like devastated that they've lost. Yeah. But they're having to like congratulate this person that they hate because they're <laughs> on camera. And yeah, it's pretty orcs. But yeah, as I said before, I wasn't really fussed about who won. And I think Aquarius is great. So I'm pretty happy with that. It's over. Yeah, it is. What's the next one? Another all-star or a I don't think they're going to do... Or? I don't know if they're doing another all-stars or a season 11. I don't know. So um, that could be the end. What do you mean the end? Of RuPaul's Drag Race. No way! See, there you go. It's so what's the next thing? It's literally... Like, I've been watching this show for years, right? Yeah. You know I've been watching it for fucking years. But now it's finally, like, now it's taken huge. off. <laughs> like, it's a global phenomenon now. Like, everyone's into it. Yeah. Oh, also, Monet Exchange got crown miscongeniality so that's like the nicest one or whatever usually it's supposed to be like the fan vote so fans will vote but the voting got hacked yeah and there was all these bots that were like voting for queens that obviously would never win that title if it was real queen 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 yeah so rupaul ended up scrapping the fan votes and all the other queens just voted for who they thought should be Miss Congeniality. Yeah. And Monet exchanged one, which I'm actually pretty happy about. I think she's a really good queen. But yeah, the way that the finale goes now is all about lip syncs. So they sort of do semi-final lip syncs and then a final lip sync. And you get like knocked out or whatever. One of the lip syncs was super awkward. Asia O'Hara, she had this beautiful outfit on, like covered in butterflies and she had these like big kind of boob cups on and these bracelets and stuff. And sort of one of the traditions of these big lip syncs is to have like reveals and stuff. So queens will have like robes on or 
dresses that rip off into other outfits and they'll rip off their wigs and there'll be like another wig under there, you know, like these super big reveal kind of things. And hers was supposed to be live butterflies that came out of these boobs that she had on these bracelets and stuff. Right. But it was like super awkward because she pulled them off and the butterflies obviously are supposed to like fly out or whatever, you know, like all beautiful. They were just fucking dead. Yep. I think what they do is they shock freeze them. Yeah, they get frozen. Yeah. So that they kind of thaw out and then by the time you're, you know, revealing them, they're supposed to be like back to life and they'll fly away. Yeah, but you got to get the timing like on point or else they just die from being in a confined space. Yeah. So these butterflies are pretty much dead and it was like super awkward because she's like revealing these things and like they're not coming out and then she like blows and these dead butterflies are just falling on the ground. Mm. And then there's all these butterflies on the stage and there's two queens lip syncing, you know, and their heels like, you know, jumping around, whatever. So all these poor fucking butterflies just getting stamped on. They're already half dead. They're like, you know, frozen like, Ugh. oh my God, it was so awkward. Yeah, I bet. Needless to say, she got knocked out in that round. Mm. Well, that's um, like pretty dog though, because if it went really well, would she have not been knocked out? If she didn't cover the stage in dead butterflies? Maybe. I mean, how could you not get knocked out though if that happened to you? Yeah, well, you don't know, because that might not bad. have been her fault. She might have been like, oh, got it organized. And then they're like, yeah, 15 minutes delay. And she's like, well, it's over. Yeah. They're all going to be dead. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sad. <laughs> well, that's all I had to say about RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I've been watching some of the old Untucked episodes. So Untucked is like the backstage version of the show. Yeah. It's like the after show when they're not on stage. They're backstage like chatting and bitching and... So I've been watching a lot of old episodes of that, which has been nice, a bit nostalgic, seeing all these um, queens I used to watch. Yeah? Yeah, that's been really good. Uh, speaking of queens, I've been watching White Princess and White Queen on Stan. They're like historical dramas, <laughs> which is totally not your jam. Yeah, no. I, I don't get your fascination with like period drama, everything. <laughs> like, no, I, I understand. Don't... Like a lot of people don't like it. But, like, yeah, I've got a bit of a thing for it. The Tudors is probably one of my favourite shows. Like, I fucking love it. Yeah. White Princess is about Henry the Seventh, so before Henry the Eighth. Oh, that's Which good is maths. what The Tudors is about. <laughs> no, I'm talking about The Tudors is about Henry the Eighth. This yeah. is before that. And then The White Queen is before that again. Henry the Seventh. <laughs> Henry the Sixth. <laughs> I don't know. It's all very confusing. But no, they're really good shows. I really like White Princess. It got pretty bad reviews, actually, because most people watch White Queen before they watched Princess. Okay. That's kind of like the historical succession. But for some reason, I watched Princess first. So what, Queen's better? Apparently, Queen's supposed to be better, but I've only watched a couple of episodes of Queen and I prefer Princess. But Oh, controversial. I know. Well, we know what you think, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's been my, my bus show lately. Are I've you a Queen or a Princess person? Well, usually Queen, but I don't know. So that's what I've been watching, just Queens and Queens. Queens and Queens? All Queens. And that's the end of Kate's Corner. Don't have much to say today. A brisk Kate's Corner today. Yeah. Blackpink! So on to music. All right. Strap in. Get ready for this, guys. Open your fucking drink. I'm trying to do it quietly. Fucking hell. I was like waiting and then you'd like wait for me to talk and then and then I'll stop and then you wait. I gotta have three different drinks going. So I've got 
a white wine, Pinot Grigio, pure blonde beer, and a cider. Awesome. Are you finally ready to go now? I'm ready. Little shit. Music, let's go. <laughs> so, in music news, a brand new music video accompanying a song has been released by someone. <laughs> I'm not ready to change. Oh, that's the wrong song. That's the wrong song. There you go. You already fucked it up. <laughs> and that's the main point we're trying to make about Falling in Reverses. New song. What is it called again? Sometimes I Kill Myself. So the song that came out before was called Losing My Mind. I'm not ready to change. I'm doing my yeah. And this one's called Losing My Life. No, I won't. Right. And yet it came out with this really strange music video, which they usually do, where yep. he's like fighting with his future self or something. Uh, the difference between him and his future self is that he is blonde now. Yeah, so Ronnie has blonde hair That's now and he's got it. a back piece. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he got this huge like fuck off mask thing on his back. Yep. It's kind of weird. I don't know if I really like it. Well, that's all right. He he doesn't give a fuck what I think, so. What did you think of the video? Well, it's filmed in, like, the same room that the previous video was filmed in. So it was really strange. And then, also, we kept thinking it was the same song. (laughs) Getting confused. Whenever it leads up to the chorus, you're, like, singing the wrong song. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're so similar. Which is why, of course, you... Got it mixed up again. <laughs> this. <laughs> well, that was actually a joke, but. Sure. Even because he's really into rapping now. Yeah, it's like all he does. Yeah. So even like the rhythm of the rap is the same in both the songs. Yeah. I don't know because they've got similar titles as well. So maybe it's supposed to be kind of like. Part two. A sequential kind of thing and they're supposed to sound similar. I'm not sure. Well, probably. And but... the videos were kind of cohesive as well. So. Maybe that's what he was going for, but I actually, re- I quite like the song. I've seen some negative comments about it online. Yeah. But Ronnie always gets negative comments about everything he does, so. Yeah, because he's awful. <laughs> like, I I love it, but I love it because it's trash, you know? Like, it's not good, <laughs> but I fucking love it. The other weird thing about the video is that his daughter is in it, like his real life daughter's in it. Yeah. And she's like, Daddy, why did you go to prison? It's <laughs> like, uh. And then there's another part of the video in the future when his daughter's like 20 or something. And he's like, pick this super hot woman to be his daughter in the future. Okay. Which is kind of weird. Well, I saw they had the same haircut. Yeah, they sort of did have the same haircut. But yeah, I think that was like his actual daughter in the... Well, maybe. No, she, it was, I'm pretty sure. But all those I've parts... I've seen photos of her. All the acting parts, Ronnie just fucking tanks him. Oh, he's not very good. <laughs> he tanks him fucking hard. So There's like the bits at the start and the end where he's like talking to himself or whatever and they're just awkward as fuck. And then the bit where he talks to his daughter and the woman he's got to do it is actually like obviously probably an actress and she has to he has to work across from her <laughs> and just fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. Man. <laughs> he I kills mean, me. At least... With the other thing we've got written here is the new Amni Affliction video, right? Yeah. So this song is called Ivy in brackets Doomsday, I believe. 
that video like same sort of thing like it's very theatrical and dramatic and there's a lot of acting going on yeah it feels a lot more real than <laughs> falling in reverses video oh yeah it was fucked bro the acting and that was actually okay like i think joel and aaron are not that bad the other two guys yeah but joel and aaron are acting like bogans and aaron is a bogan yeah he is pretty much bogan so He's acting like himself it's not hard <laughs> and well, Joel just kind of has to act like a kind of angry mopey, person. Mopey, angry. <laughs> and that's just what he is anyway. Just a fatter one. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Do you look fatter in the this? The character, thing? I think the character he plays has to be a bit fatter. Really? I so didn't even notice like that. a bit fatter. Maybe he's just put on a little bit of weight. Which is actually probably a good sign because that means that he's not like drinking and stuff. Yeah. He's doing it. He's like actually eating real meals and not just drinking all the time. Man, fucking proud of that guy. Yeah. Fucking oath. <laughs> Come sound like a bogan now. <laughs> but yeah, the video, the anime fiction video was like super intense. Well, it also had a very big trigger warning on it, didn't it? Yeah. So was that was like a sexual assault trigger warning. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing is about Joel and his, is it his sister or something? I think something? it's supposed to be his sister. So this really creepy dude that she works with has been like, creeping on her yeah and he ends up getting into a fight with him at a bar yeah and goes to jail and while he's in jail his sister gets sexually assaulted by this guy yeah and then him and the rest of the band who are his friends in this video like plan their revenge to like kill this guy we assume it's to kill the guy but just saying it like that it doesn't sound like it's no but it's fucking the way it's done yeah it's so intense. It's so intense. Because, like, the bit at the start where he's, like, the woman who plays his mum is yelling at him. And you're just like, oh, okay. This is, like, <laughs> this is a real thing that they're making. And it was, like, fucking hard. Hard to watch. But, like, brilliant. So real. A lot of their videos, well, most of their videos are quite, like, hard-hitting. There's another video as well which actually draws on Joel's like suicide attempt yeah where you see him like planning his suicide and aaron's like running to his house to try and save him yeah and he's about to hang himself and aaron's like trying to knock down the door and shit yeah and that's like real like yeah that, that actually happened yeah so a lot you know they're they're very big about bringing awareness to depression and suicide and all that kind of stuff but then they went the other way with the last one they buried joel alive <laughs> And then they're like, we've got to go back and dig him up. <laughs> they went we a bit the wrong way, I think, with that one. But now they've, like, reined it in. I think that might have just been, like, a metaphor that he was basically dead because he was so, like... Because he's an alcoholic, right? He was so, like, down on the ground that it was, like, a metaphor. And then they, like, dug him out. But they did saved him. But they didn't. I don't know. It went a bit weirder, <laughs> is all I'm saying. And then they were like, oh, we might have got a bit off message. But when they they sort of released a bit of a teaser for this. Yeah. On Instagram. And everyone thought they were making a movie because oh, of yeah. like the little clip. It, like they would have done all of this professional. Like it seemed like it was more movie cameras than music video cameras. Yeah, it's cameras. professionally done. Yeah. 
And I think... They're the same cameras, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, just like the way it was shot was very more like movie than music video. And I think they're going to continue it. I think it's going to be like a sequence of videos, kind of like they did before. Yeah, I kind of hope so. Yeah, I want to see more of this story. I thought it was... Because it doesn't make you feel good. Well, the next video is obviously going to be them actually carrying out this plot, right? Yeah. Because you don't really see any of it. Yeah, so they're bringing out a new album. When did I say it was coming out? Next month, maybe? Don't know. July or August. In terms of the actual song... Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's just about the music video. The first time I heard the song, I actually really liked it, but it sounds very non-Amity Affliction. And I actually played it to you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, who do you think this is? And you were listening to it. And most of it is just Aaron singing. Yeah. But he sounds completely different. Yep. And like, who do you think this is? You're like, I don't know. Like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. You're like, is this In Hearts Wake? Like, the way that this guy's singing is like this different genre. Like, what was the genre that you thought it sounded like? So, old hard folk punk pieces do like Red City Radio. Uh, feel like us. It's like a Melbourne band that I thought it sounded a lot like because he has the same sort of vocal range and use as the guy from that. Right. I think he's just gone back to what he tried to do early on when it was like, you can't sing high, that's not hardcore. <laughs> yeah. But now he's there. Back in that realm, but he's drunk and smoked so much that, like, now it works. Yeah, it <laughs> Unlike when he was a kid and it didn't really work. Yeah, he used to sort of do more screamy vocals and he's kind of gone back to that. And I think he actually sounds great in this song. Oh, yeah, it's really good. But, like... Different. Yeah, n- different from Amity. But they needed to be different because everyone is getting fucking sick of them. That's right. And I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've said on this podcast, Amity Affliction are dead. And now I feel like they're the f- the form that rising, they're in for. phoenix rising from the ashes. Oh fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattooed, mate. The the words, the words phoenix of phoenix rising, rising from, from the, the ashes. ashes. Actually, that would be pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a box. What? Just around it? Just a box with that written in there. Oh, classic! Don't tempt me. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> but yeah, this is what they needed to stay like. I don't, don't want to say. Do I don't want to say. I don't want to say relevant because that's not right. fresh. Fresh. <laughs> Yeah, but to keep everybody listening. And I really like it because I used to listen to bands that sound like that heaps <laughs> a few, mm. only a few years ago. Mm. I'm just happy for something different from them because they were just getting way too samey and boring and no, nah, good on them. Uh, the other little bit of music news we have is that we finally saw Pendulum the other night. Yeah! On Thursday night. It was really fucking fun. It was awesome. I don't really know when then it's going to do a show like that because this is the first time in eight years they've been to Melbourne. That's it. They play at the Forum, which is a pretty big venue and it's a good venue because you can sort of go towards the back, but you can still see pretty well. Yeah, they've got quite a big floor Yeah. and they've got some tables and chairs, but they also have like standing room. That's up on a sort of level that you can see over. Yeah. So we started off like in the mosh, but our friend Amy was pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, oh, I'm going to go to the back. And then people started pissing me off like on the floor. So we went back as well. 
and then I had more room to dance as well, so that was good. Yeah. Amy and I just like went off, and Josh was just like, "What the fuck?" I don't care. I was very sick of getting smashed into, but then when we moved, it was the same. A lot of the same. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah. I just I'd be standing, standing still, and people were just like smashing into you. Obviously, just because they've had like enough drinks or whatever. Mm. But they'll go like people will go around the front of you, and they'll be like. Like, do not make contact with you. Like, be really like as small as possible around the front, and then they get around the side and you just smash into your arm. And you're like, well, you put in so much effort. Like, why don't you just? <laughs> why couldn't you just finish it off, mate? That's funny. But really good. They know how to play their songs, mate. For what you'd hope so. They've been going for so long. Exactly. So it's always like perfect. But I still love like the main guy always looks annoyed. Like, he looks like in his head he's making a list of all the times the other guys are fucked up <laughs> on stage while he's playing. He doesn't look impressed at all. He doesn't look like he's having fun. He looks like he's just like, I am getting paid for this. I think he is having a good time, but he's very... I feel like he's a bit of a, of a perfectionist. Yeah. And he's very serious when he's playing and he wants to, like, nail it. I think it's just because he cares. And he oh, yeah. Look, he looks the same as he did like he looks 15 the same. years ago. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's still going to have his little goatee. Still had his goatee. Yep. He looked exactly the same. Exactly the same. But yeah, it was a great gig. They played obviously all of their hits. Yeah, including like, the like, BB, the ABC theme. That was great. They played that for the encore. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, didn't we just put that in like our last podcast? Uh, we put it in, yeah, two podcasts ago. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. And um, they played my favourite song, Propane Nightmares, which was great. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, I'm just so happy that we went. And it was full live pendulum. So they're like playing electronic music live, which is insane. Yeah. Like guitars and drums and everything. Yep. Like that drummer must be so tired after playing a kick like that. Yeah, but he's been doing it for... Just like keeping a drum and bass beat the whole time. He's been doing it for a bajillion years and he's yeah. done it like thousands but of times. Did you see his arms though? Yeah, yeah. He's huge, you know. His arms were huge. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Almost as big as your guns, babe. Oh, thanks. And mine. Yeah. You're I'm actually pretty strong boost. now. I mean, you don't drink five shots of tequila as your nightly drinks, but like he's still a boost. <laughs> I drank two absinths, so... Oh, mate, chill out. Do you want to say anything else about any music news, TV, or movie news from this week? There's not a lot happening, I don't feel, at the moment, uh, which is why we sort of struggled with something to watch for this episode. Yeah. Because we like to do new stuff because, not only because, you know, people are more interested in new stuff, but... The point of the podcast was essentially to be like... On the cusp. Well, not so much on the cusp, but, you know, you go to things and you talk to your friends and they're always just like, have you watched this? You have to watch this and you have to watch this. And we were kind of like, I fucking get sick of hearing that shit all the time. (laughs) So that's essentially why we started doing this, so that we could actually watch that stuff and say whether or not, based on the first episode, whether it would actually be worth watching. Yeah. And people only talk to you about new shit. Exactly. But I think we need to do stuff that we want to do and do shows that we want to do and not more worry than so like much focus on it. new things. Yeah. Stuff that we haven't seen. I think there's enough TV out there that we don't need to go back to stuff that we really like. <laughs> yeah. There's enough coming out. But maybe not like the newest things or what whatever. everyone's talking about. What everyone's yeah. talking about. Because everyone's just talking about Handmaid's Tale at the moment. That's all I hear about. Well, the last one that we, when we did Instinct. That was based on something that someone said, and I fucking hated that. Oh, it was garbage. No offense. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I don't know if people really enjoy hearing us 
talk shit on things more than they enjoy listening to us like and stuff. But, you know, let us know, guys, and then we'll talk more shit on things. <laughs> yeah, give us ideas for all means. Give us ideas. Yeah, but if you've we got may or may not take them because we're going to just do our own shit because YOLO. Yeah, basically. But if you want got something you want us to review, you can always let us know about it. Yeah. That would be fun. Especially if it's a piece of shit. If it's a hunking <laughs> pile of crap. Mate, send me a line. Slip into my DMs. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, Josh and I spend a lot of time just, like, scrolling through Netflix, scrolling through Stan, like, legit. Yeah. Like, how long do we do that for? Probably, like, Like, half minutes, an hour a week. Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to find something. Not just, not just stuff for the podcast, but something that we want to watch. Something that we would give to shit. Something that mm. sounds good. Because, like, there's so much stuff out there. It doesn't mean you have to watch it all. Like, the newest thing is a show called Caliber on Netflix, I believe. And it looks like something that we would never, ever want to watch. I think it's like some guys kill some guy when they're out on a hunting trip and then they have to pretend they didn't kill the guy. I don't care about that. Who gives a fly and fuck about that? It actually sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> Mate, no, it does not. <laughs> you know me, I can get into anything. Exactly. So we have that's to be more restrained. I. <laughs> I want something interesting, like something that's funny and the jokes have to be like stuff I haven't heard because I've heard it a thousand times, what's the fucking mm. point? And then just a, a new concept, a new idea. So just before this, we were flicking through Netflix, uh, Stan. Came across this show called The Aliens. Straight away, Aliens. I fucking love aliens. You like aliens. Sci-fi. It said that it was an English show, which always piques my interest as well. Saw the main guy. I recognize this guy from a few shows that I've watched. He's in Once Upon a Time, which I know you haven't watched. Nope. Is he Hook? Is that right? No, he's... I'm thinking of someone else. I think he's Robin Hood. Okay. I'm just going through his little... He's in an episode of... Electric Dreams. Yeah, Once Upon a Time. This is England. He's just in heaps of English shit. Yeah, well. Being Human. Oh, God. Who is he in Being Human? Which season? I'm not sure. <laughs> Have you watched any of that? No, not Don't. really. Not really. But the main thing that I knew him from was Once Upon a Time. Okay. Let me just double check what he was in that. Oh, he's Will Scarlet. So he's not Robin Hood. He's like Robin Hood's friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really like him. I reckon he's cool. Well, you recognize him and I recognize basically everybody else in the whole fucking show. <laughs> so you recognize the other Because they're all Because they're all from Peep Show, mate. Except for... So the main woman is from Chewing Gum. That show, Why? Chewing Gum. Okay. And yep, she was yep. also in an episode of Black Mirror. She was like the co-pilot in the episode of Black Mirror you really liked, like the Star Trek-y one. Yes! Yeah. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, she's in that. And then his like friend that he doesn't like is the guy who dies in Peep Show. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and the guy who plays Jeff in Peep Show is his dad. And the guy who mugs Mark is, like, in a in one of the gangs. Like, everyone's from fucking Peep Show. So I just knew them all already. Perhaps it's the same dude that did Peep Show. But in talking about this, I remember when this came out on SBS 3 and we watched a ad for it. <laughs> Oh, really? And when it was going to come out, we were going to watch it. But they put it on really late at night, so we didn't. Oh, okay. So we, we I, didn't even, I don't even remember that. What did you think? Like, what's your opening statement? It was much better than I thought it was going to be. It was much more interesting. Because when we did watch the ad, it originally looked like what they'd done is they said, oh, there's aliens um, in the UK. And then they were just like, oh, not really that there's like aliens, but just like 
Chavs are aliens. Oh, okay. No, it's not like that at all. But though. it's not like that at all. What's that fucking Sector 8 or something? That fucking alien film where the guy gets turned into an alien and there's like... District 9. District 9, thank you. <laughs> mm. The area where the aliens live. It just like it was sort of like that. That was kind of weird. You know, the feel of this show to me is kind of like Misfits. Misfits? Yeah. Does it feel like that to you? It's got... Well, it's an English show. It seems like it's filmed it's, the same. Yeah. I think it's it's framed the same and the speed is the same. Yeah. So I can see... I it That's what I would relate like it to. feels like Misfits. Like, mm. I feel nostalgia because it reminds me of mis- Misfits and I'm like, oh, I love it. That's good. It's like Misfits and Skins, like kind of that kind of vibe. Yeah. Do you want me to read the little We IMDb? should do that. So I don't forget like last time. <laughs> Um, so this came out in 2016, and it's only got one season. I don't know if they're doing another one. So Does it need one? Be like another crazy head. Yeah, it might just be like a short, a short little season. It's only six episodes that are 50 minutes long. So UK TV likes to do that sometimes. Well, to be honest, sometimes that's a lot better. And oh, sometimes English it's TV better. does that really well. They're just like. Let's knock out six quality hour episodes and be done with it. Well, this is the thing. So, I think that in the UK, you have to be like, this is my idea for the story. This is the actual story. This is how it starts and this is how it's going to end. Whereas for most of the stuff that they make, like teen dramas that you love in the US right now, (laughs) they go, this is my concept and this is where it starts. And they go, do you know where it ends? And they go, when you stop paying me. Yeah, exactly. Because I totally know what you mean. It's not comprehensible. Like, it doesn't stay the same the whole time. There's heaps of plot holes because they just write it as they go. Yeah. Because they're just like, when are you going to cancel me? <laughs> Sorry, I just kind of got caught up in looking at the directors and stuff because I wanted to see if any of them directed Misfits or something because it just feels so similar. Anyway, this has a 6.1, which is not good at all. No, that sounds terrible. Out of 10 on IMDb, but that's only from about 1,000 reviews. Right, so not popularly watched then. No. So the synopsis is, nearly 40 years ago, aliens crash-landed in the UK. They look like us, but are forced to live in a ghetto. Border control officer Lewis falls in love with one. What do you think of that? That's... Accurate? Pretty lame. (laughs) What do you mean? I mean, it's like a decent outline, but it's like... It is just how the show would be presented, Mm. isn't it? But there's some really interesting stuff in there. Like, I like the whole drug aspect of it. Yep. So alien hair apparently just like fucks up humans. Yeah. So their hair is like a drug that's being sold in the black market. Yeah. And humans smoke it and they have a high basically. I think it's kind of just like weed because. But it looks weird because everybody's really high functioning. Exactly. And they smoke it all the time. So you see a lot of people smoking it and they're just like living their lives. So but they haven't really. Something just like weed. They haven't described what it is though. No, they haven't described the effects or anything. You just see them burning it. And if you're an alien, your hair burns green. Yeah. In this first episode, as we mentioned in the synopsis, this guy, Lewis, who's a border control officer, he's like in charge of letting the aliens in and out of like the human area. Yeah. So the aliens will come into the human area to work. So they'll like, you know, work in shops or fast food restaurants or whatever, but they have to get like tagged and sprayed. Yeah. They get sprayed so that their hair can't be smoked. Like, yeah. it loses its effects. So, he's, like, in charge of doing the whole border control process. The whole first episode is him realizing that he's actually half alien. Yeah. 
So his dad is alien, right? Because his mum like runs off and has an affair with an alien. Yeah. So yeah, at one point his hair burns green. And he does like this blood test, and he's an alien. And well, he finds out because they have like a high pitched grenade thing that like only aliens respond to, and he yeah. uses it, and it fucks him up. Super weird. Yeah, I didn't really like that whole. They've got like the high frequency, which basically just only affects alien ears. Yeah. So they can't do anything because they're just like, ah. Uh. Yeah. And then the low frequency makes them lose control of their like sphincter muscles. Yeah. That was kind of gross. That's pretty gross. Yeah. But what is, that's the main plot is him kind of finding out that he's half alien. He's got this really shit sister. With a shit boyfriend. And yeah, they're and they're, like, they're both like addicted to smoking alien hair. They do like some dodgy deal with these aliens and owe him all this money. They try to get out of it. And then his sister gets kidnapped. And he has to try and get her back. I feel like I'm talking in an English accent because of this show. We well, just said accent. <laughs> so. Has to try and get his sister back. Yeah, and he kind of teams up with this guy who he works with who's an alien. Yep. Who's really weird and, like, kind of obsessed with him. Yes. <laughs> it's a very weird show and concept altogether, but I'm here for it. Would you continue watching it? Yeah, why not? It's not. There's not that much. Exactly. It seems like it could go somewhere interesting. They could do some interesting stuff with it, but they're not going to try to push it for 50 seasons mm. or whatever. They're just exactly. like... Well, I'm this might this might be good for a few episodes. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for this like world that they've got going on. There's a few things in there that are very interesting. I want to see how it pans out in the next five episodes. Like, why not? It's only like four hours of TV or something. That's right. Try to knock it over. Yeah, I really liked it. I was surprised. It was just something that I was like, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> English TV. Let's go. Often that's how you find the best stuff. Did you want to wrap it up then with some ratings? Let's do it. So, what did you think of the characters? Well, <laughs> I don't really know how to feel about a lot of the characters because you've got like this main guy, and he is just like, I am very important, very important man, and I hate like the aliens, which they call Morks, mm. which is fucking a weird reference to make in general. <laughs> but. He's just like, oh, I'm very important and I'm awesome. But he's just, like, started and he's pretty terrible yeah. at his job. He's the worst. He's awful. And then, like, his dad's, like, an alcoholic and he lives with him. And it's just, like, appreciate. His sister and her boyfriend own, like, a pet store. But they're drug dealers and drug addicts and it's just fine. And they, like, smoke drugs in front of their kid and stuff. And, and like, poor kid. Yeah. And then you've got... Like the main woman who just manipulates everybody but is too cool and she's always like 20 steps ahead of everyone so it's like hard to get a lock on that character because you don't know what she's doing mm. even when she's doing it and even when they explain it yeah you can't really bomb with her because you don't know where she stands no so yeah she's the main female character i guess and she's been talking to lewis on a webcam sex cam kind of thing yeah turns out she's an alien which he didn't know and that kind of also leads to him thinking, like, believing he's an alien because he's attracted to aliens, right? Yeah. And she's, like, in this gang, but then it turns out she's not actually in that gang. She's in another gang, and she's, like, double-crossing people. And so, yeah, you don't know, like, whether she actually cares for Lewis because he's, like, got a thing for her, mm. even though she's, like, a stripper or whatever. He's, like, in love with her. So you don't know whether she actually cares for him or at the end of the episode, she's like, oh, I just want to use you. You know, like, you work for me now. 
yeah. I know you're half alien and if you don't do anything I say, I'm going to tell everyone you're half alien. Yeah. Which means, I guess, that he would have to go and live in the alien side and not on the human side. You'd assume. So, yeah, so characters that's pretty... That's going to go ahead, I guess. Yeah. So, characters is pretty, like, low. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because, like, he's shit. I know he's supposed to be shit, but he's, like, he's shit. But I don't care about him. Oh. Like, they've made him a, just not... A bit too shit. So they made him a bit too shit, yeah. If they made him a little bit less shit, it would be good. Because they've tried... They've obviously tried for the, like, he's just a normal guy and he's, like, doing, like, an extraordinary thing for a normal person to do for his, like, sister who's a bit of a fucking shit. Oh, and, she's like, the worst. <laughs> well, yeah. And I understand that that's what they were going for, 100%. Yeah. But he's a bit too shit <laughs> for me to care about his struggles. Yeah. I think it's one of those shows where everyone's shit, though. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's shit. sometimes it's quite hard. So I would probably say, like, a six for the characters. I'll say seven and a half for the characters. Oh. What about the the plot and where the plot's going to go? What would you give that? So there's not a lot we haven't heard before. Like, your base plot is, like, aliens over there, we're over here. For Mm -hmm. some reason, they were able to get to Earth, but they're... Too shit to make it past the wall, which I never understood. That's fine. Well, we don't really know much about them yet. No, because it could just be that they just got dumped off. Yeah, I hope we learn more about like, don't what they really, actually are. Don't really understand why they're segregated. Because mm. they don't seem to have any like powers or any, their hair is just drugs. Yeah. And that's all. Otherwise, they're the same. I'm sure we'll learn more. I'm sure we will. But District 9, like I said, we're already seen that. The aliens are exactly the same as us. Seems lazy. The only way you can tell they're aliens is because they're dressed really shit. Chavs in 90s clothes. Oh, well, because they live in a poorer area, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's the plot, really? It's like the guy, there's a guy who's half alien. We've also seen that like a billion times. It's like, what is Avatar and all of those shows? So you can't give them points for creativity. But it's like a different setting and. Know, that's not pl- that's saying not plot. Like, <laughs> no, because it's like you know, it's in England and it's kind of a comedy as well. It's not a serious show by any means. Like it's kind of comedy as well. It's like a dark comedy. Yeah, which I think is interesting. None of those things are plot though. The fact that it's a comedy or a drama could have the same plot. Mm. <laughs> but so the main what's, what's your number then? So that's your your overarching plot is not very good. And then your internal plot is Because like, you don't think it's original. That's why you're going to well, give it Well, it's not. It's not. It's, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not original. And it's a bunch of unoriginal things put together, basically. And then plot, so your smaller plot is like he's in love with her and he's a half alien and now he has to like do what she says or whatever and mm. she's in all these gangs. But we don't actually know what her end goal is or what she's trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit hard. But like going into the future is the other thing. So there's the three parts of the plot that we do for this and going in the future what's it gonna be oh you have to use this secret tunnel to get into this thing to help me or you have to get people across the border even though it's got nothing to do with him it's like there's like 15 people i think the second episode will reveal a lot more about like what her motivation is and what she actually wants and where it's going to go from here well maybe but they let nothing go in the pilot did they they're just like she is too cool and she is 50 steps ahead so you'll never know so don't even try and it's like, well, that's not good. How so, am I supposed to... When are you going to give it then? Oh, probably a five. 
Oh my god. Un- unoriginal main concepts. Your key concepts internal go around this woman who has no clear motive. So I the plot could go absolutely anywhere. So you but define nothing. I'm interested nothing. to know. This is the same as last time. It's like <laughs> if you give me less and expect me to be interested, that doesn't work on me. I know it works on you. Creating fake mystery is like a thing that you love, <laughs> but to me, it's just laziness. It's funny, isn't it, that we we both love TV so much and we like a lot of the same stuff, but there's a few things that we differ on. But I guess you know that's good. Well, yeah, it doesn't um, matter. I would say for plot, I'm going to give it probably a seven and a half again, mate. Yeah, <laughs> killing it. And what else is there? Just like the overall look of it. Costuming, setting. Costuming is good because it's easy to like tell who's who, but it's not like you don't have to. They don't have to try to build an alien or whatever. Yeah, they just look like humans. They look like humans in crap clothes. Uh, You can always tell what side of the wall you're on. Mm. So the settings are really Mm. good for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like a slum versus like a an actual old English town, like a regular English town. So that was really good, and then. You know, his house is pretty shit, and everybody else's house is pretty shit. <laughs> so I guess they're trying to stick with that realism. So I give them like, yeah, costuming, pretty good. Uh, setting, pretty good. Cinematography is good, but it like the feel. it reminds me of Misfits, so yeah. it's like it gets extra points for That's that. That's the thing, yeah. Which I tried to tell you off about last time, that so you can't <laughs> do that. But it's a similar feel. They're not trying to rip it off. No, no, not at all. Or I'm not giving them points for that, but it's that feel of an English show that I like and you're like, okay, so it's going to be something interesting is going to happen. It's going to be smooth. The joke's going to be in that realm. Mm-hmm. So I like that. So I'll give it like a six and a half. I'm probably going to give it an eight just because it does make me feel really good when I'm watching it. Mate. Cause I love English shows and I love misfits and I love skins and it reminds me of them. And I just, but the, I gave everything else seven train. and a half. I, lo- I gave everything else a seven and a half. I really, I really like the show, and I I like the actors in it. I think they're really cool. I just um, see them as the people they are in Peep Show, so it's distracting. <laughs> so I try to separate from that. Because so I've watched Peep Show a lot. I think overall I'm probably going to give this show like a 7.75. How many significant figures are you going for, mate? <laughs> 7.753. Mate, get stuffed. <laughs> I would probably give it a six. Yeah, I think I liked it a lot more than you, but I don't think that's terribly surprising. A 1.753 more than me. Yeah, I'm a lot more into these kind of shows than you, so. I'm sure that episode two will, they'll have a direction. Yeah, we're going to keep watching it. I'm excited. But yeah, for the pilot, it gives you nothing. But first, nailed it. First nailed it. (laughs) Absolutely. When you finish with the podcast, you've subscribed to all of our channels. And liked all of our stuff and given us five stars, then go and watch Nailed It. Then you're allowed. <laughs> then you can watch Nailed It. We control the television. <laughs> Maybe one day. Mm. I, I, doubt wanna, it. I wouldn't want to do that. Imagine if we ended up like writing a TV show. That would be good. It. That'd what be network good. would you want to be on? Oh, uh, FX. Yeah? FX, you can do whatever the fuck you want. What about MTV? <laughs> So it's I've not a reality say, show about pregnant children. No, I've got to say there's one bit of very important news. Okay. MTV are making another season of Daria. You're standing on my neck. La, 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 la.
They are. I totally forgot about that as well. I just said it in MTV and I was like, I'm a yid. Yeah. So it's focused around Daria and fuck, I can't remember what her Jeannie? name is. Yeah. So for some reason, the girl with the black hair isn't really in it. No, Jane doesn't go to university with them. It. Yeah. So Daria goes to university with... Like, the African-American. Yeah. Woman. And that like, she's the smartest person yeah, in the show. Yeah, she's sick. I actually love her. She's so I'm, awesome. I'm excited to see that. So I think those... And like them together as well. Yeah. They're whenever on the same they're page. yeah, whenever they're together in the show, they are the most cutting pair as well. They're way worse than Jane. So good. <laughs> so get on that, guys. I'll be fucking here for that. That is probably the main announcement and the main takeaway from the show. Yeah, I can't believe we forgot about that. Thank God you stayed to the end. We fucking clickbaited the fuck out of you <laughs> by putting the best news at the end. But Daria's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah, and it's going to be like a university-related show instead of like a high school-related show. It's going to be sick. Man. So let us know what you think about that. That's fucking exciting. Contact us on all of our social media pipes. We're Do on it. Instagram, just search Pilot Error Podcast. Twitter, at Pilot Error Pod. Facebook, Pilot Error Podcast. What else is there? You can email us, pilotarrowpodcast at gmail.com. You can look on our SoundCloud if you like. Mm, SoundCloud, just, you know, search our podcast. We'll you be there. download us on pretty much any of your usual mm. podcast addict is what I use now because I've switched from iPhone to Android. Yep. So I'm on the, uh, the old addict, um, on the addict. So if you're an addict, <laughs> get on that podcast, subscribe addict. to that podcast, check mm. us out on YouTube. Oh yeah. And YouTube as well. So we've got a couple of videos up there. You can watch. They're, they're good fun. Third one's coming very soon. I think pretty soon. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next time. We'll see you next time, guys. We miss you. <laughs> Don't disappear. Bye. <laughs>